So might as well do okay. this. Hello, 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 everyone. My name is Alana. I am co-founder of Digital Green Book. And today I'm bringing a special treat to you. This is Ahmed Party. He is Ghana's first NFT artist. In addition to that, he is taking leaps and bounds by integrating himself into the Web3 space. He literally has put his art into augmented and virtual reality and is pioneering the way for Ghana and Africa, in my opinion. But thank you, thank you, thank you so much for being here today, Ahmed. Thank you for having me. Of course. So a little bit of what I wanted to do, aside from introducing people to you and your amazing yeah. art, was literally just have a conversation sort of about what's going on with the NFT scene in Ghana, um, how you found yourself in this sort of art space, which is very <laughs> yeah. unique. It's a niche space right now. And Definitely. some of the things that you hope to see for the future are things that you plan on learning. So let's get into Thank it. You. So right. Amanda, what All what right. made you want to take your art into this sort of medium, like to a digital web three type medium? Yeah, I think that um, I, I started as, as in the traditional field of art, you know, but um, I, I found some sort of uh, interest in digital arts, you know, using computers to create art. So I just like the flexibility of using computers to create art. You know, it has this flexibility and this freedom to it. You can do whatever you want, kind of. And it, 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 it looks like a future of art. So I found a lot of interest. And then I, I just focus on creating art digitally, you know, for, for a period of time, or just creating art digitally. And Funny thing is, I had, I had, um, I was hearing about crypto, right? But I not really, I, it was still complicated for me to understand at that point, you know. And um, I was just focused on creating my art, and um, it got to the point where one time I was just there, and then I got an email from 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 some institution, so like a marketplace, and then they trying to explain what nfc explain to me that there's something new you know that's nfc's and it's related to cryptos and you can say your work and it was a lot for me at the first time because i had no idea and this happened in um, may 2020 so um i had to like do background research and then and try to understand what this marketplace is the marketplace is actually makers place yeah they are the ones that facilitated um people's you know 69 million dollars yeah. so, i know yeah. people yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so I, 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 I was interested, and then I kind of read about it, and I thought, well, that, there's something interesting. I'm already a digital artist. I've always been making digital art. I have so many works, so let me just put some works up there. And then I put some works up there, and I realized that um, after a week or two, I started selling. I'm like, okay, this is interesting, you know. So I started, you know, I started reading more, learning more, and I realized that this is actually what I've always been waiting for. You know, that sort of freedom that artists need. And that sort of connection that artists need, you know. So yeah. yeah. Let's touch on that right quick. So I have a lot of creative friends. I wouldn't say that I'm um in the drawing sense, at least artistically gifted myself, but yeah. I appreciate art. I love to obtain art. I love going to museums and things of that nature. In fact, that was the first yeah. place I met you. Um yeah, back definitely. Yeah, I went on an art crawl in 2019 when I came to Accra and you literally were our guide through that entire process. Yeah. And yeah. 
That's why I couldn't leave you alone. I'm like, he's so dope. I follow his work. Um, but literally what I find in a world that seems to value the technical side of things more, the science and the math things, which are things that we need, we leave out the the beauty and the, the creativeness of artists, but that seems to be the thing that almost everyone's drawn to. We love beautiful things. We love creative things. We love things that make us think. So you being a person that creates those sort of things, are you finding that these, these new mediums are allowing you to at least be able to monetize or capitalize on your gift, on your skill set of creating art? Yeah, definitely. It's, as I, as I keep saying, it, it's, it gives, it gives that freedom, you know, it gives, it gives me that freedom to mm-hmm. um, create my works and still sell my works. And then I'm not really held back by any specific thing of that sort. Uh, mm-hmm. I think um, we, we, we just, one thing about um, be, being an artist is that it's not only about the arts, but it's also about that freedom that you want to have, mm-hmm. you know, you, you want to, you want to own and control everything. You understand you, I mean you cannot completely control and own everything but then you want to control and own you know to an extent uh, a considerable extent so it's important that while you're an artist you still look out for avenues that that will make you make it possible for these things to happen and I think that um, getting into nfts was like a great avenue and so I had to just you know take advantage of it you know and then you know make it happen. I think that's amazing. What I'm going to take a second and do is pull up some of your web pages so people can follow along and check out your amazing art. So there's two websites here that people can definitely get into. Um, this is one of my favorite ones, ArtStation, because it literally gives a great overview of all of the different styles of Amez work. Um, literally, you can come on here and look at everything from prints like some of my favorites are your sculptures. I see where the inspiration has led into your NFTs. Like yeah, that's my definitely. definitely. And then more, most recently, his main website is literally his name dot art, and you can see it here on the screen. I also link his social medias at the end of this interview. But literally, I've watched this get so refined even over the last year. I think is beautiful. How would you how would you describe this medium? Yeah, um, are you talking about the three D medium or the digital medium? Both, because it's it's both both. <laughs> yeah, um, I I think that um, as I keep saying that as an artist, you we 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 need to think of art as um, anything can be art, you understand my point? So merely you see beyond that, you you are able to take advantage of any medium and then make art out of it, mm-hmm. you understand me? So I, when I started creating art, I was trying to look at art that way. So I realized, okay, you know what? Immediately I find or I figure out my point of view as an artist. Mm-hmm. And I figured out myself in this art realm, then I can use any medium to create art. So. You know, I can create art in 2D. I can create art in the same style in, in, in the 3D space. I can create the same style in augmented reality. I can create the same thing in VR, which is exciting. VR is crazy. You know, so the digital medium gives you this um, broad range of flexibility, you know, 
where I'm, I'm a traditional artist as well. I do traditional art as well, but I, I've done a lot more digital art because because of the speed, you know, in, in over a short period, you can be able to create a lot more works and then there's less restraint, you know. Um, let's say I want to do traditional art. I need to, you know, take a canvas, prime the canvas, um, get paints, get brush. And then maybe by the time I'm done with, you know, setting up this, stretching out, stretching the canvas, I might just be tired and maybe paint the next day or something, right? <laughs> but the day I got my iPad, I'm like, oh, you know what? I got an iPad and the moment you pick up the iPad and your Apple Pencil, you are working, you know? So you're able to create so many works over a short period of time. And the exciting thing is that um, I, I was using this software, known as um, this 2D software to create, I think it's Procreate to create so many works, so many works. And then it got to a point where I, I saw this new software, it's a 3D software. It's called, um, I think, um, what's the name? Nomad Sculpt or something. It's a sculpting software, I seen a 3D software on the mm -hmm. iPad. And it's so intuitive. Mm -hmm. So I just pick it up. And then because I already have a point of view of my art, I just, you know, import the same concepts and then bring it into 3D and then create 3D. And then I, you know what, I can even export it as, as augmented reality work. I can export it, you know, so the, 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 the range of possibility when it comes to the guitar art is so amazing. And that's why I'm so excited about it. And uh, I'm always, you know, in that space, wanting to create, keep creating and keep creating more. I think that's so dope. And even... Yeah. The reason why I think creation, the way that artists create goes right along with technology, it's sort of exactly what you just said. You already have your concept and your point of view as an artist, yeah. and then a new yeah. medium comes yeah. out, and you're able yeah. to put your consciousness right into that new medium. Exactly. Just plugging right right there. Just plugging. That's the crazy thing. <laughs> that's so because yeah. that's literally what's happening with technology, with money. Like these things keep evolving, but the 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 concept or the thought of it is still what it is. Like yeah. our parents were using eight tracks and <laughs> records, and we stream yeah. music. Yeah, yeah, you know, it. Yeah, so so I think that 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 basic grasping of the concept is one thing that a lot of people miss lately. Where so probably one of the reasons why it's hard for some people to still grasp the concept of crypto and all that. Because when you grasp the concept in basic, it's like, okay, what is money? If you only see money as money is the, the dollar I'm sending to you and you're taking back that paper, that's what money is. Then you will get money. But when you understand money on the basics of what money is, it's like, it, it, it's, 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 um, it's a mutual form of um, trade between two people, right? It sounds like some basic ideas that merely you understand you can be able to transport these ideas into every field and then it works, you know? So it's all about getting the basic idea of what it is. And then you, so far as you get a basic idea, anytime it evolves, it's no big deal. You understand the basic ideas when it evolves, you know, it's the same thing as just evolving, you know? So those are some of the, those are some what of the I, exciting things. What I noticed when I was in Accra is that a lot of the younger generation, the young kids, um, a lot of them were into photography and a lot of them were into drones. And I found that they were, in my opinion, more advanced in the curation of content, like putting reels together, making high definition videos, editing film and content mm. than yeah. their peers were here in America. It's like, and I say that to say, like they're, I feel as though, especially with how you're pioneering inside of this art space, 
I haven't seen here as many people be as comfortable with the medium the way that you are. And that's why I really wanted to have this conversation about the art scene in Ghana, because this is very forward thinking, in my opinion. Are you noticing that other artists are hungry to learn to use the mediums or try other mediums to express their artwork in the way that you are? Because I know you hold classes how to do these things in your community. So what are you finding the the temperature is, so to speak, or what what what's people's response to this sort of style of creating art where you are now? Yeah, uh, that was a great question, actually. You, you know, um, uh, unfortunately, um, there's a problem I have observed, and I feel it's normally stems from hmm. our arts education. Hmm. And I feel like um, going to school, um, the schools, unfortunately, educate the artists to be, you know what, if you're an artist, then you have to just be drawing people, take a pencil, draw someone. So people have this perception, if an artist, okay, then you're just drawing people, mm-hmm. right? But um, they, they are not able to go in depth, like, okay, think about art as something that you can, you can like a clay that you can use to mold anything you want. Mm-hmm. So people end up coming out of schools and then they are just stuck in one box. They are artists, but they're like sort of stuck in one box. So they're just doing the same thing. They come in and they, okay, they are doing what everyone else is doing. They come out, okay, people are doing portraits. Okay, then it means I also need to do portraits and everyone is doing portraits, you know? So it's like, everybody comes out and they're doing the same thing. So it's, it's you have a few people who are trying to come out, but most of the time, everybody wants to do the same thing. Mm-hmm. And I feel sometimes it's because sometimes some people feel like, oh, you know what? These other artists are doing these portraits and then maybe they are selling this. So I also want to do portraits so that I'll sell. You know, people want to create work because they've seen other people create the same thing, uh, the same style, the same thing, and then others are buying it. So they also want to create the same thing. So you realize that the market is full of people just replicating the same sort of things, you know. Um, unlike me, where I, I want to look at things from a different point of view, which has its own downsides because I mean you're doing the kind of thing nobody's really interested in what you're doing. People aren't really seeing what you're seeing, and you'll be broke for a long period of time because <laughs> you know nobody <laughs> you'll be broke for a long period of time. That's one of the crazy things about it. So people don't really get the vision. People don't really get that you're looking at something different. And so and even for the even the normal digital art field, I realized that around the time I got my first iPad, I don't I don't I didn't know of any anybody, any Ghanaian using iPad to do digital art. Because hmm. people were used to doing, doing, doing either doing traditional art or the few digital artists were actually using Wacom tablets, hmm. right? Wacom tablets is like a, 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 for art, digital art, you connect it to your computer and then when you draw on, the, on it, it kind of like reflects on your computer. And a lot of the, the artists use that. And, one thing too is that they're not necessarily doing digital art, they're more of doing like digital illustration. So illustrate mm. cards, yeah, but they're sort of like focusing on creating art, but then doing it digitally. Had like a few people or almost no nobody really doing that. So it wasn't a field that people not be, were not really interested in, you know. So right. these are some of the things. So I think recently that I've seen a few digital artists actually using the iPad to to make to make art. So it's, 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 it, when you understand, I feel like when you understand this whole, the concept, 
anytime there's a new technology, you realize that, okay, this is for me. I need to, you know, take advantage of it and use it. Because I was always dreaming of using a, a um, well, you know, the funny thing is that when I got money to, when I got the money, I was thinking of buying, a, I wanted to buy a Wacom tablet. Then I got the money and then um, a friend of mine, a friend of mine, we were having a discussion and, he, and then he raised the iPad and the Apple Pencil thing. But I didn't really take it serious at that time. But then later on, I did my own research and I went on YouTube and I was watching this and like, wow, this is actually way better because then I have this, I can make art anywhere, being in bed, make art, being in room, make art, you know, being like anywhere you are. Or like the Wacom tablets where you need power, electricity, you need to connect to your laptop. If there's no power, you can't work. You always need to be connected. But then with the iPad, you can charge it, it can be anywhere. So that flexibility. So there's that um, issue of people um, always wanting to do what is already there, or what they are used to, or what they grew up to meet. And mm. it's hard to convince them that art is more than just that. Yeah. Right. That makes sense, though, because I find that to be the same case in like music creation or literally that concept applies to anything. People go with what they're comfortable with and yeah. they're a little nervous breaking outside of the box and trying new things. So yeah. of the people who come to your classes, what are you finding is different about them or their temperament where they're like, I'm going to try it this way. Forget what everyone <laughs> else. <laughs> well, the, I... So when I when I started the classes, um, the focus was for digital artists to take advantage of NFTs, right? And one of the main problems I faced was that there aren't a lot of um, there weren't a lot of digital artists that even now there are few digital artists that are focusing on digital art. But then there aren't a lot of digital artists that are focusing on digital. Art. They were more doing like illustration, digital illustrations, to to, mm. to, to put it that way. And um, the, the NFT space is a new medium totally. And trying to explain it to them was, was was hard because it was so new and people it was so hard for people to get. And so it, it was a tough thing because some people understood it, but a lot of people it was hard for them to understand the concept. Plus, um, but I understand we our society is a bit hard, so people want to make money really quick. I mean, it's generally everybody wants to make money really quick, but. For here, it's like if you don't make the money, you're not gonna eat. So people don't want to, you know, you don't they don't want to try anything that you're not too sure of. But it, there are risks involved. But then when you're able to get over the risks, because you, you there are the the I I was um teaching people about the NFTs and all that, and a lot of the questions and uh, that came is people they, they want to make the money right now. Like if I put my work up right now, am I gonna sell right now? You know. But it doesn't work that way. You, you understand me? You put your work up and then you sell for a long time. You don't even know when you're going to sell. So these are some of the things, yeah, things that you need to understand before you actually get into these fields of like NFT field and all of that. <laughs> that makes sense. And watching yeah. us go through that NFT cycle boom, because of course, a lot of people are calling bear market right now. And if we go with that assumption, when there's with the markets being in the infancy of crypto still like bitcoin yeah. still only a teenager you know yeah and any crypto that came after that even ethereum being the second one um second most popular one rather um yeah. people still have a lot of skepticism around that like 
yes. to the common layperson that I go out to and talk, discuss crypto with, they're still like talking about stocks and bonds. And I'm like, oh, not that those things aren't okay to learn about, but the way yes. we think about money and investing really has to shift if we're talking about generational wealth in the future. But with, instead of going down that rabbit hole, I say all that to say, mm -hmm. I know when this last wave came up with NFTs, there's NFTs that I own. I'm more so about tokens of access. Like if you curate a community and build them up and then you're like, okay, everyone who holds this NFT, this gets you into certain meetings, this gets you into certain content, things like that. I'm all for that. And then I'm also for owning NFTs just for the sake of being an appreciative person of that artist's work. Um, yeah. But I know explaining that concept to people is coming. I think people are catching on to it, definitely. Yeah. Um, showing them how to use the technology of wallets, showing them how to pay in crypto, teaching them all those different things is a bit of a learning curve. So people are already fearful and skeptical of losing money when it comes to learning a new technology yeah. in that way as well. Yeah, definitely. But I think it's something that will be indispensable. It is already indispensable, whether people realize it or not. I know a lot of tech giants are looking to make tokens of access a thing. Like even say we want to go to a concert, Ticketmaster's like, okay, you're going to have to buy an NFT to go to the concert. And depending yeah. on what terms of agreement the artist has with it, this might get yeah. you into other future concerts at a discount or whatever the case may be. Yeah. So yeah, I'm excited that we're at the infancy of it. And I'm excited that you're a pioneer literally in this space. Um, I'm hopeful that the cycle, uh, <laughs> won't scare too many people away from it, but I believe that the people that truly believe in the technology and the medium are where they need to be. And yeah. us pushing through even in this sort of, um, market is literally important because A, it shows consistency because I really do believe in this technology, but Definitely. But as you look down the road and double back, it shows a level of permanence as well. You're going to be like, no, I'm yeah. the first NFT artist. What's <laughs> like? <laughs> yeah, you know, uh, you can just, um, one, one interesting thing is that um, I, can, I can just be like, okay, I'm, I'm the first NFT artist, but then, you know, what, what is there to back it up? Maybe some few people, bloggers or something might say this, that. But then the fact is there, you know, you go on, you can check, you can check details, you check the facts. The first day I minted, every day, you know, it's public. One of the interesting things about NFTs and all that, that you don't need to brag about something or say something, then you don't have any facts, you know. And when it comes to NFTs and crypto, it's always public, you know, everything is public. He says he's the first, okay, so you know, let's check it out, you know. So then you check it out and then you see, you see the evidence. It's first, it's public. You don't need to hide it from anyone. So... This is some of the great things. It's it's a lot of things when it comes to crypto is, is public, it's open. So you can easily get access to it, find out what it is and what it's not. And then you'll be able to tell the difference between who's doing something and who's just talking. And which I've noticed lately, there are so many people who are just like, I mean, it's funny. And I don't know, um, people, some people just go into crypto and NFTs, you know, like a few months ago, or last year or two years or something. And they are now, you know, um, specialists in the field, and they are now, you know, consultants and and all that. And these are some of the people that are actually making it 
hard for others to understand NFT because if you want someone to teach you about crypto and NFT, you need someone who has been in it long enough, who is actually trading, who is actually interacting in that space. You understand me? They've yes. lost something, they've gained something. Because if you haven't lost anything in NFTs and crypto, then you are not you are not doing it right. <laughs> you know, you need to lose something. And then you, <laughs> you know, so you lose something, you gain something, and then you, you, you when you are when you are when you are teaching people, advising people, it makes sense because okay, you are able to tell people from experience, you know, and it's it's not like stuff you've read and then you haven't really done it or you haven't really so and a lot of people go online and they they get a few books and then they read a few things and and they don't have no crypto, you know, they don't have no NFT, they haven't sold any NFT, they haven't bought any NFT. But they are they are they are they are um, specialists in the field. They are um, you're advising. reading my whole life right now. Yeah, like that's so legitimate. You know? That's so legitimate because even yeah. myself, like something other people know about me is I'm a funded trader. And when you're talking about forex markets or crypto and leverage trading, everyone's an expert, everyone's a master. I tell people all the time I'm in my infancy. Really, yeah. I began yeah. my trading journey around 2018, um, and I and worked. Down. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, big dog in this thing. Big dog. And I worked <laughs> to get a level of proficiency, and now I trade professionally for a company, uh, FTMO, Great. and Great. it's been it's been a labor of love. But I even say I'm still in my infancy. I've lost, I've gained, and now I have a level of consistency I'm proud of. Yeah. And it's so interesting looking at other like traders' content because I'm like, what type of content do I want to create in that space? And I, I always hesitate because I'm like, what do I want to? Am I going to put my strategy in my? So I, I feel that way too. It's just yeah. so interesting, but. As I as I curate things, I'm like, mm, okay, maybe I could, maybe I could be more artistic with it, which is why I like yeah. this too. This tokenization of of yeah. art, this tokenization of education, even smart contract. Yeah. Um, yeah. But I'm exploring a lot of things right now. Um, it, it's a great space. So, it, is. it was something that you're you haven't tried yet inside of the art space that you're looking forward to trying. Is it in relation to crypto and NFTs or just the art field? Either one. Something you haven't tried that you're looking forward to trying. Um, I I'm thinking of what, what I'm thinking of. I don't I don't know whether it's um, possible now. If you know, mm -hmm. but I I wish I wish um, there were there were. I don't know when there will be softwares that or. Um, Hardware and softwares that will project um, art, three D art in in physical space, and you don't need to use your phone or AR glasses to view. Mm. So yeah, I've seen some people experiment with some hardware like that, but I wish I wish it was something that I can easily get access to, so that we can have like a big art exhibition, and and then you're gonna see. Like this giant, you know, big art, art exhibition. You're gonna see like this giant 3D piece by digital, and it's like more of a an AR projection or more of like a holographic projection of the artwork. And then right, 
you can own the artwork it can easily be transferred to you you understand me you can project the artwork in physical space or you can project that same artwork in 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 in, in ar space or in vr space you know this kind of thing i think it will be exciting to you have know that. what i've i <laughs> I don't, I'm gonna have to look a little bit more deeply into that, but I do think I recall um, there being that that sort of push for that sort of medium where you don't need glasses to see augmented reality or you won't need a yeah. VR headset to broadcast yeah. art. Like you can almost, it feels like it's part of the real world. Yeah, yeah. But like yeah, a holographic yeah. projection, but like, yeah. Let me do, I'm going to definitely do a little research and get back to you, but I do believe I've heard something recently about that. Yeah, I think there are some experiments, but I'm, I'm, I wish there could be this, you know, there have been some experiments and, but then it's like, it, you need a lot of money to be able to afford the hardware to project them. Yeah. You understand me? So, so what I wish we had was, um, um, the technology that would be easy to replicate so that you can be able to have a lot more people be able to own it like the way we can easily own a computer or something and then you kind of right. or a VR headset and then you you fix it and then you have that but i think one cooler way to is the ar glasses and um, recently i've seen some ar glasses experiments there's this yeah. Enreal. i think Enreal um it's a company they have this ar glasses but you always need to connect it to your phone and then you can watch, you know, you can watch videos in the AR glasses. You can, you can interact with AR um, um, in it. Uh, I think that we are gradually getting to the point where you have something. I think Ray-Ban is experimenting with um, taking videos and pictures with their Ray-Ban glasses. There's a new Ray-Ban set of glasses where you put the glasses on and then you can take videos and pictures. There are tiny cameras in the front, like a Snapchat thing. Yeah, but I think that we. It, it will be great to get to the point where the the the, the Ray-Ban glasses, AR glasses, is like a it's like a um, you know normal thing, like a, like a using an iPhone, you know. So you just put it on, and then you so so the, there can be an art exhibition, and then you in, you you with your with your with your naked eyes, you don't see anything in the room, right? Or you put on the AR glasses, boom, you are in an wow. art exhibition. I think it would be amazing because in the AR glasses, it would, it would be cool because it's it's like a normal glasses, it's a normal sheet. You can put it on, walk everywhere. You know, it's a normal thing. So it would be great to have things like that. So, but I think the areas that are being experimented on and people are working out things like that, there are people who are creating these things. And as time goes on, it will be easy to get access to them. And I think it will be fun. I like that. You know, that experiment and that exploration. You know, finding that um, bridge between. Um, physical and digital space and then the VR space and all that. It's, 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 it's really exciting. I think it might come sooner rather than later just because of yes. the rate at which technology is advancing. Yeah, speed. definitely. Yeah, definitely, definitely. Definitely, it's going gonna, it's gonna, it's gonna to come sooner. I think that I've seen some signs of um, Facebook, Meta, working with um, Ray-Ban. So Ray-Ban mm -hmm. launched this glasses with the cameras and where you can take videos and pictures right just tap the side and then it has like inbuilt speakers and all that but it looks like a normal ray-ban glasses you know you wouldn't really see the difference and they work with meta to create that and i feel like maybe they are experimenting and working with meta to have this um, 
AR Ray-Ban glasses. And I think it's going to be exciting. So imagine you have you have um, your AR Ray-Ban glasses on. Like to everyone, it looks like a normal Ray-Ban glasses. But then there's so much amazing things, cool things happening inside. You know, you go to an art exhibition, you put it on, and then it's crazy. And you know, one thing is that I love so much about digital art is this flexibility where, you know, when we, when we deal with um, traditional art, let's say um, mm -hmm. you, you want, you, you have like this giant, you create this giant artwork, like you create this giant, um, let's say um, 20 feet tall um, um, sculpture piece, right? Mm -hmm. If it's traditional, it means you need a lot of, you need to, you know, do a lot of, uh, you need a lot of, you know, um, vehicles need to move the whole piece together. I need like 10, 20 people and 30 people to put pieces together and have like this giant piece in one space, right? Right. And when you fix it at one space, that's it. You cannot easily move it from one space to the other space because you need to dismantle it and put it together. So much work and so much logistics involved. It's just too much. But when it's digital, right, you can have the biggest, biggest digital piece, you know? That's All true. you need is if 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 um, something like um, the AR glasses is common or is an easy access for everyone, just like our iPhones is easy access to us, then you can this digital piece can be an NFT and it can be transferred easily. You don't need ten thousand people to put a piece up. You create it one time and that's it. One click away. You hit one click and then you can send the the piece from here to somewhere else, anywhere else in the world or Across out the of the world. <laughs> you know, so there's this flexibility and it's exciting. You 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 want to do exhibitions like um i've done some nfc exhibitions and it's so cool you don't really? need to put all your works up yeah we did something that we have the there's this metaverse we did normally do art exhibitions and it's called um what's the name um i can't i forgot the name but what what, what they do is that they create like this um you, you put on your vr headset and then you do the, the art exhibition so everybody has a vr headset and then you show in do you have a vr headset I do. I have an Oculus. Great, great. I also have an Oculus. So you put it on and then you are in this um, metaverse and then there's an exhibition happening and then the artworks are all in there. And then yeah. you're having conversations and then it's amazing, right? And it is. Uh, we are in the early stages of this because, you know, there are so many experiments being made. But the point is that I, I don't need to... If they, they call me or they send me a message, oh, you know what, we need your works for this art exhibition. I don't need to go hustle, you know, take the work off the stretcher, roll it, put it in this drive to, um, you know, send it, you know, all that bullshit. I don't need to do all of that. A few right. clicks, they have the work, a few clicks, the work is up, you know, you know, so it's, it makes things easy. It cuts down a lot of costs, unnecessary stress and unnecessary stuff. Labor, and physical effort. Yeah. So these are some of the, I think these are some of the advantages, um, some of the great things about digital art, about about crypto, about NFTs. Yes. And you can also sell these works as NFTs as well. In, in this, that's a great thing about, you know, the amazing thing right now is mm -hmm. the connection of digital art, NFTs, and crypto. Around I think that's what actually, that's what, give me a minute, please. Mm -hmm. I think it makes it where art is accessible for everyone. I think that's such a beautiful yeah, thing. Yeah. Sorry, my, my accessibility. Oh, you're fine. Yeah, I, I but... plugged it in, so I'm good. Yeah. Yeah. So, <laughs> uh, yeah, so I was saying that um, you, you, we have this. Um, these, these three things go hand in hand. Now it's inseparable. NFTs, crypto, digital arts. You understand? It's like they're moving to the same, to the same. 
So it's like um, Web3 is like, a, you know, it's filled with all these, you understand? It's like they are interconnected, yeah. right? So um, you can have a metaverse and then someone can walk into any metaverse or walk into any gallery and you can actually easily buy the digital art that you see, right? And it's easily right. transferable to the next owner, you know, the records are always always there. You click it, you know the owner. You click, you, you, you buy it, or you, you send it to this person and that person. There's this interesting um, interconnection in, in in this space, and th these are some of the most exciting things I have um, noticed about about um, um, Web three. You know, in the NFC crypto space. You know, yes. <laughs> I love it because it's like. Not only is there so much beauty in the blockchain and the fact that it, everything's documented, yes. but literally as time goes on, I think that even that technology will get better and better. And Definitely. I'm excited to see how, as time passes, people use these, these tools and this technology to get even more creative inside of this space. Yeah. What's something, so if, for the people who want to reach out and connect to you, is your website the best way to do that? Yes, yes. Um, you, can, you can you can connect to me via my website. Um, my email is contacts at amedparty.art. Got you. you know, yeah. I got the contact here. And I'm really looking forward to seeing more of your art as time goes on because it's literally getting more and more refined. Um, yeah. Are there any classes or class series that you have planned for the future coming up? Um, for now, for now, no. But I still, I have um, some some plans in the pipeline, you know, um, to still do some more education. But it hasn't been. Um, I haven't. It's not well well defined. What well defined for now? Yeah. But I um, recently did some few. Um, classes with um, my friend, the um, founder of um, African Blockchain University. So we did some um, NFC education in some parts of Ghana and then Nigeria. I wasn't able to go to the Nigeria one, so I did it online. And then we, we were supposed to do some in other parts of Africa as well. So um, these are some of the things, yeah. But personally, I I still have some um, plans. They are still in, in, in in the pipeline, right? To to just um, um, help a lot more, you know, educate a lot more artists, tell a lot more artists about this exciting space, and she gets in and experimentative. Mm -hmm. It's amazing, you know. That and then the yeah. exhibition scene there. It, um, what what is that like when it comes to finding events or hosting events to showcase your artwork? Well, um, when it comes to hosting and showcasing events in, in here, it's um, it's a bit complicated, right? Um, mm. It's easier to 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 do this um, traditional. Like people, a lot more people expect traditional art more than mm. than the guitar. But there are still some Ghanaian digital artists who are setting up and creating all these um, exhibitions and stuff like that, and um, I I I am still working on because I, I want to create some some sort of exhibition, digital art exhibition. But I've got to the point where I want some kind of experience, 
that the people should have when they come. And I feel like there are a few things that need to be put in place for them to have that experience. Because I, I want people to have like this um, digital art experience where you know you walk into an art exhibition and it's not just the boring works in the wall, but maybe you know some digital art exhibition, which is some of the problems because you you would have to buy um, a, a digital art frame where you have a, a digital art being animated on loop, you know, and it's quite expensive to buy these these digital art frames. But these are some of the areas that I am looking at because I think it will be more exciting because you're seeing art and then it's like moving on loop it's more interesting than having like just a print on on the walls and yeah like a static so, piece hmm yeah <laughs> so and um the 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 thing is that you see when you when we're talking about the, the vr headset and you were saying that uh, this is actually a bit off topic here but when you were saying you had the vr the oculus and one of the things about um people and getting used to a certain software is uh, the, the, the software, you know, the technology can be exciting, but if there's no way of uh, making it in mass and selling it as cheap as you can, then it's hard for people to move on. It's hard for, the, for us to like move on to the next generation of finding interest in this field. And I feel like um, that's what Meta helped do, Oculus helped do, because before Oculus came up with their cheap headsets, there was um, these other headsets, and it's like clunky. You need to fix this, fix that. Put a camera here. Put on a big fucking thing on your face. Sorry. Connect the, you know, walking around with a cable behind you, and it's kind of clunky and ridiculous, and it's expensive over a thousand dollars. And people are not really like they don't really see why they should spend so much money on something like that. But the moment um, Oculus Quest 2 came, it was cheaper, was simpler and easy to use, flexible, and then you have a lot more people. Because if you look at the charts, if you if you go check the data, look at the chart, realize that when Oculus Quest 2 came out, is when most people, a lot more people bought. Um, um, that was my first one. Exactly, it's my first one too. So most people who are using um, VR headsets, they are using Oculus Quest 2. Right, because it's it's cheaper and it's easier to just put on and then you put it on, boom, you are in it. You don't need to, you know. So these are some of the yeah yeah. So um, some of the exciting things. So it's it's about you know good quality technology, but then cheap enough for everyday person, everyday people to easily afford it and then use it. You know. So um, and even for the Oculus, you know, like. I love it because the thing I love to do in there the most are like 3D puzzles and things like that. And you really do feel like you step into another world. Sometimes I have to frequently yes. check. Like, am I still in my yeah, living room? Yes, I want to be sure. <laughs> <laughs> but it's, it's like, crazy. even with that, I don't use it as much as I could because it's still a little yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah, yeah, yes. Even even with that, it's still it's still a little uncomfortable. So that, that, that's why they are so... They are still doing research and they're still exploring how to make it, you know, less, more comfortable and then still cheaper. It's one of the hardest things that these um, people face because you want to make it more comfortable. You want to make it cheaper so that a lot more people can get it. Just like almost everybody has an iPhone. And, and those are some of the things that they are still working on. But I think that we are not far from from, from getting to that point. And right now, we have a lot more people using Oculus even though it's a bit uncomfortable, it's still exciting because there are a few things to do. For instance, from Oculus Quest to, uh, 
it comes with like this strap, this annoying strap because it, it gives kind of weight. There's so much weight on your on your forehead and in your eyes. Yes. But then you have an, an elite, they have an elite strap where you fix it on, and then it has a balance. It's a bit heavier in the back. So when you put it on, you don't have the weights in your front, so it feels more comfortable with the elite strap. So there are still things that making it, it, it's more comfortable. So as time goes on, um, as things progress, it will be lighter, and then people will be. Uh, but I think that one of the most um, amazing experiences that I've had as an artist is making art mm-hmm. in VR. It's yeah. mind blowing. I that experience is crazy. So like I, when I said it, I bought my Oculus Quest two, um, two. I think I bought it two years ago, but I wasn't really using it much. You know, once in a while, I just use it for the VR walk in the metaverse or the art exhibitions, or maybe, you know, do some boxing in there, which was fun. You know, when you're using it for um, boxing and you're using it for um, working out and things like so exciting. But then if, um, I think if, like a few months ago, um, I started exploring, the, I, I, I I'd already installed the, the, the apps for making art in VR, but then I already used them, you know. And then one time, uh, I think uh, like two months ago or so, one time I just decided to start. And then when I started, I realized that, wow, this is this is what it means to be free when you're creating art. You know, like, all this, <laughs> it's crazy. It's amazing. It's what amazing. app um, in the Oculus is good for artists? So people who have Oculus, like, I didn't even know there was such an app. What what yeah. app did you download? Yeah, so there's, there's Tilt's Brush by Google. It's discontinued, mm. but you can get it for free. Ooh, where? Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah I, I think around the around the time around the time they released the, the app, you know, they were there weren't a lot of people using Oculus SS, so they felt like they were not making much money, so they discontinued it, right? But then right after they discontinued, that's where a lot of a lot more people bought Oculus Quest too, and then now, so it's it's basically free. Tilt Brush, it's 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 amazing. Creating art in Tilt Brush is a whole experience on its own. It's you can't you can't it's you just have to do creating it and then you get it. Then there's a there's open brush. Open brush is just an open source version of Tilt Brush. They're like um, some group of people who are trying to, you know, up, since um, Tilt Brush is discontinued, they they kind of like creating something in the um, updating Tilt Brush in a way. So then they are adding extra features and things of that sort. Oh wow! It's so amazing because you are painting in 3D. You are the amazing thing is that you are painting in 3D. You are holding a a brush, it's like a 3D brush, and you're actually painting in 3D space. And you're creating pieces in 3D space, and you're moving them around, you know? So it's like, you're like this digital god creating digital digital things in this space. And then there's um, Gravity Sketch. Gravity Sketch is more of like a 3D software thing, but it's still great. Gravity Sketch makes, helps you create, um, you also create 3D, 3D models and stuff in, in VR. They, they are consistent, yeah. Gravity sketch, they are consistent. They they are always coming up with updates and all. And um there's um yeah, I talked about open brush. Open brush is just like um an updated version of it. Yeah, but there's graphic sketch. And there's um one one interesting one too is known as um um, um King is it King Spray or something? King Spray. That one I think is um so it gives you this. Um, so if it's it's amazing for for street artists because you are basically a street artist by VR space. So you have all your spray cans. You choose a place to go make graffiti, and it's amazing. Like when you're spraying on the walls and everything, it feels so. It feels like you're actually using spray paint. It's crazy. 
it's uh, you know it's it's insane. VR is an insane thing. <laughs> yes, it's insane. But I think my personal favorite software is the Tilt Brush and Open Brush as well because um, that that freedom that I get when I'm creating, like I've never felt that way. I've never felt that complete freedom in creating art where creating us in 3D space, you can walk around the artwork, you can, it's crazy. Art in VR is a whole, it's an experience that is indescribable. You just have to experience it on your own, then you, you get it. I sort of, you know what, it's like, I know it may sound interesting, but this is spiritual to me. Definitely is. Because like you, you literally touched on it, like the ability to feel as though you can create. Yeah. That's, Wow. Yeah. Yeah. I didn't even know they had it. I'm gonna definitely check all three of these out. Yeah, they are crazy. Um, I think um Kingsbury is um I've forgotten the price, but it's it's yeah, I think tilt brush is free because it's 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 continued now, but it's free because it's open source now. But gravity sketch is so then then they, they, they sell the gravity sketch and then they sell the the, the Kingsbury too, but it's not too expensive to buy. But I'm gonna do this one first because this is like this of all three are like this one's my vibe. So <laughs> yeah, it, it, yo, you're the first time when I started creating in tilt brush, I'm, I realized I I I I was like, wow, you know, this this is what you know, this is what I you know for me because I I I I felt like we it, this is the how art is supposed to be made. You know that that's how I felt. You know, it's like. I'm used to creating on the 2D surface because at the end, when you're creating on the 2D surface, you're actually trying to create an illusion. When I take a paper and I'm making a painting, I make a painting of um, a room. I'm trying to create an illusion for the eyes because it's a flat, it's a flat plane. You can't have a room, 3D room on a flat plane, so you have to create an illusion of depth, you know. So, but when you're creating in tilt brush, you're actually in the 3D space. You don't have to create an illusion. You're actually creating a thing from scratch. And it feels spiritual. Yeah, definitely. Because the way I feel about creating masks um, and the way I feel a sort of connection to the ancestral um, uh, philosophies and the way they're created, created masks and finding myself in this modern space where I'm using digital mediums to create, it's, it's, it's an experience that is... Um, more on the spiritual plane, you know, excitement and everything is it's it's crazy and it's amazing. And and viewing the work in VR, it's oof. Because when you when you put it on your viewing the work, it's actually another thing. So it's you know it's crazy. So yeah, I think that's 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 where art is gonna that's where the guitar art is heading to, you know, where all the, the guitar artists be creating in VR. <laughs> it's, it's mad. I'm excited. I'm excited yeah. to see where it goes. I'm excited to see what you create. And I'm looking forward to interviewing you again because I already know you're going to be doing amazing things. Yeah, point yeah, blank, period. Definitely. So definitely. next time you're having a showcase in VR, please let me know. <laughs> definitely. No problem. No problem. Well, thank you so much, Ahmed, for being here. I think this was a very important and robust conversation. And hopefully people will pay more attention to the VR art space. I think yeah. people are interested. They just don't know where to look. I just learned about three art programs and I own a whole yeah. Oculus. Didn't even know we had them. So yeah, there are a lot more. Yeah, there, there are a lot more. There's vermilion. That one is for if it gives you the feeling of creating 
Um, you know, you know, the million is like um, you you walk into uh, it's like a what do you call it a maestro's um, digital art studio where there's a canvas and then there are paints and paint brushes so you just pick a paint and paint brush and then you paint on a canvas but it's all all of that is inside of VR space. Okay. So, yeah. Have you seen it? No, I'm looking for it's Dominion. The Vermilion. 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 Yeah. Let's see. There we go. Vermilion or Oculus. Yeah, that's it. That's it. That's it. I hadn't seen this one either. Yeah. Yeah. So there's a there's a feel you get. You, you get a feel of you know painting on canvas by in digital space. Yeah. So you have like a brushes or paint or easel, everything. You can mix colors and all that. I I think it's great for not just professional artists, but for anybody else who just want to be creative. Because some of these things can can help you psychologically. You know, you just feel stressed a bit. You put on your VR headset and then you do some few paintings. It's crazy. And you don't need to worry about paint splashing all over. You don't need to worry about, you know, getting a canvas and getting a stretcher and getting all the stuff that, you know, just put on the VR headset, open it up, and then you're painting. <laughs> That's pretty dope. And I think yeah. this would also help people who might not be as art inclined to become better at it. Exactly. That's that's one of the one of the biggest things, you know. You don't need to be really art inclined. You just need to enjoy enjoy the art and mm. install your app and then you are good to go. How cool is that? I can't I, I'm curious to see what the Oculus 3 will look like. Cause I bet it'll be yeah. even more comfortable. Same here. Same here. I've seen some I've seen some some I don't know previews. I don't know whether it's actually true, but they kind of look smaller and lighter. But let's 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 wait and let's wait and see. But the exciting times ahead, you know. I think Apple too is trying to work on VR headset or something like that. So we 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 are waiting to see what they what they're gonna bring out. But I'm sure that in in, in less than five years, we're gonna have people using um, VR headsets like the way we use our iPhones every day. I think again, I think it's gonna be sooner. I think the the how many people yeah. bought Oculus this past Christmas is gonna be. I give it a year My maybe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And if you're if you're a game head, it's um, it's crazy because this is the, the, the wild games in VR. Like when you're playing a game in VR, yo, I know when you're a game fan, they kind of like one play play some games just to, you know, sort of a few minutes. I know when you're a game fan, but um, people finance game fanatics playing games in VR is it's it's crazy. So I think there are some game game um, companies trying to design. There are there are actually a lot of games on there now. So. Those are the sort of yeah. people I'm meeting at the tech conferences, like people who are creating the actual physical hardware for it. Um, yeah. I interviewed okay. a young lady a couple of months ago who she makes AR and VR glasses. And wow. Right. Wow. Um, Jasmine Andrews. Um, that interview, okay. 24 years old. Like there's so many amazing people out here. Yeah. 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 Um, so, yeah. An exciting time, you know. Yeah, but I think this is a good place to wrap. The replay will be up on YouTube. I will link Ahmed's social medias below, and I'm looking forward, looking forward to catching up with you again. Thank you so much, Ahmed. Great, thank you, thank you so much for having me. Um, I enjoyed this discussion. Right. Bye.